Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I try to be, but never really been able to be. No, you're Karen Devaney. I am the one and only. Don't you do that famous podcast? I think I do. That's what this is. Sugar-coated I just happened to stumble up here and just walked in the store, and there I am at the podcast. The door. This door. I was like, this is a store now? No, I'm I'm drinking already, so my my letters are running together. What are you having for your beverage tonight? Well, we're tea ambassadors. We are tea ambassadors. We're tea ambassadors, so I'm having a little hot tea from Plum Deluxe. Which one? It's the Champs-Elysee. The Champs-Elysee? There's no D in it. Champs-Elysee. Okay. Herbal tea. Nice. It's the one that has the dried cherries in it. Oh, I haven't tried that one, but... And I added some cherry bourbon to it. Nice. So now I've got a hot toddy. Yes, you do. Yes. Well, I'm having a Bailey's Colada over pellet ice. What? Did you get a pellet ice maker? Where no. are you hiding it? No, but... Did you get a snow cone machine? No. Oh. But the Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. I found out that the Chick-fil-A... Sells it by the sells bag. Sells it by the five-pound bag. So I went yeah. and I bought two five-pound bags of pellet ice today and put them in my freezer. Well, look at there. You, so, don't, need, you don't need a pellet ice I maker. It. it was a dollar fifty-nine a bag. You don't need it. Don't need it. I got no, this. you've got this. I so got now this. now we can go back to saving for that blast chiller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, listen, last time we did our podcast, we forgot to talk about a missing person. I know. So I'm going to talk about Savannah Howard Thompson. She was last seen on April 1st, 2021. She may be in the Greenville, South Carolina area, or she may have traveled to Columbia, Spartanburg, or Woodruff, South Carolina. Savannah's ears and nose are pierced. Uh, She was wearing braces when she was last seen. Savannah's 14 with blonde hair and blue eyes. She's 4'11 and weighs approximately 88 pounds. She's just a little tiny thing. thing. If you have any information on Savannah's whereabouts, please call 1-800-843-5678 or the Greenville County Sheriff's Office at 864-271-5210. Let's try and see if we can spread the word and get Savannah Howard Thomas home safe to her family. I know that they are missing her, and she needs to be found. Yes, she does. Yeah, so that takes care of our missing portion. I'm going to have another sip of my drink. I think you should. Yeah. Um, So today, it's a shout-out to all the ladies. You know why? This Mother's Day. Weekend. It's our Mother's Day special. It is. So all the ladies, whether you're a mom or not, we're celebrating the ladies. It's all about the ladies today. And I'm dedicating. I'm I'm doing a dedication. Ooh. I'm like Casey Kasem. Oh my God! Long distance dedication. Let's hear it. So there is this podcaster, fellow podcaster, and her name. A fellow podcaster who's in our network. In our new Oracle network. Yes. Yes. And her name is CJ. Uh-huh. Hey CJ. 
And she is with Beyond the Rainbow. Beyond the Rainbow. Podcast. And she's been giving me Twitter lessons. <laughs> she's It's funny because she does it through Instagram, mm-hmm. private messaging. Right. Because I can work that one. Right. And so, and she's been giving me some Twitter lessons. And she invited me into a Twitter group, which is nice. And everybody supports each other. And it's really nice. So I'm in her Twitter group. And we're both also in the Oracle Twitter group. So... Which um, is so funny because we called it the Oracle 3 because it's O-R-A-C-L and the number 3. But <laughs> it's just called Oracle. But we're just silly. Yeah. And um, you we're know, silly. sometimes we just get confused. Do we? Do we now? Sometimes we do. I think we're always yeah. in a state of confusion. Me too. All right. So dedicating this show to CJ and Beyond the Rainbow podcast. Yes. And I'm also going to give a shout out to, just a quick shout out to my hair salon girls. Oh, Sarah. Oh. Because I went and got my hair did yesterday. You did get your hair did. I got did. my hair did. And I really like my hairs. Now, my particular hairdresser does not listen to true crime podcasts. She's not a true crime person, which I don't hold that against no, her. No, not everybody can do it. But um, there was a lot of interest in the podcast. There were a lot of ideas being kicked around, mm. stuff like that. So shout out to my girls at the Juve Salon. I think it's how you say it. I don't think it's Juvie. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope it is. I know. It's J-U-V-E, and I think it's Juve. Next Salon. time you see them going and, to the Juvie, I'll know what's yeah, happening. Exactly. They're in Mount Pleasant, <laughs> South Carolina. They do a great job. They're awesome. All of the ladies in there are awesome, and I really had a good time yesterday. Oh, that's so since fun. Since I was there for three hours. Maybe one day I'll splurge and check it out. Maybe maybe you will and maybe you won't. We'll see. I enjoy doing my own hair. I know. I've been doing it since I was a wee lad. A wee lad. (laughs) That's been a really long time ago. A long time. One long time. I thought you didn't even talk about those days anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay, we're dedicating to the ladies. we got ladies at the salon, ladies on other podcasts. What are you baking for us? Well, I am baking, and I use that term loosely, I am making mm-hmm. a lady finger cake because it's all, all about, about the, the ladies. ladies. Yes. A lady finger cake. So, and this is it's just a really nice, um, it's kind of a summery, kind of a springy, summery type cake. It's made with lady fingers. No, I did not make my own lady fingers because, <laughs> no, I don't have that kind of time. That Good would have been a no. two episode right. thing. So anyway, I bought some lady fingers. Um, I'm gonna line my spring form pan, the bottom mm-hmm. and the sides. You make it, you make it nice. Make it nice. So and you line your thing, um, your with your your hand with mm-hmm. your uh, see the words. Yeah, so on. it's the bourbon. Take another tea. So I'll take another tea. <laughs> so you're gonna line the bottom and the sides of your pan with your lady fingers. Yes, and then. I'm adding something of my own. Oh, you always do. I know. I can't just leave things alone. You really can't. I, it's just, it's an obsession. It is. So I um, got some fresh strawberries at the stove and I macerated them and that's not a dirty word. It's not. It's just like a marinade. Yeah. That's what you say for fruit. I don't know why. Um, with some amaretto. Nice. Because I do like a little amaretto. Me too. That they nice been, They macerated overnight. Fantastic. And they're sliced. And so I'm going to add those down on top of my first layer of finger fingers of fingers finger <laughs> ladies later finger later finger <laughs> jesus <laughs> whoa <laughs> and um then i'm gonna add so you make up this you make up homemade whipped cream mm-hmm. and um this cream cheese sugar and vanilla mixture 
and you blend, you fold those together so it's this really light, fluffy, like a no-bake cheesecake mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Oh, yummy. And I'll layer that, and I'll put some more ladyfingers down, and then I'll layer it. And then on top of it, um, you put blueberry pie filling. You uh -huh. can put any kind of pie filling. Um, one recipe called for churry. Mm, I do like a churry. I do like a churry, but I didn't feel like the strawberries and the cherries would go well together. I mm. felt like that's those two red fruits might not get along. Mm. So I, I went with the blueberry. So, um, and that's what you do. And it, it just, and then you chill it. You're going to stick it in my blast chiller? I'm going to put it in the blast chiller. <laughs> and then I'm, we're going to take it out and eat it. All right. So, yes, that's what I'm doing. That's very exciting. Yeah. And, and so I'm assuming you've got something to talk about. I do. And because it's all about the ladies, I got a lady killer. Girl. A lady killer. A lady killer. Yes. And I don't know if you ever watched, though for some reason I think you may have, on Netflix um, when they came out with that series called I'm a Killer. I'm a Killer. I'm a Killer. I'm a Killer. I'm a Killer from Phyllis. I'm a Killer. Um, um, it is I think so. basically. Was it Pierce Morgan? No, no it's just documentaries of people who've killed people and they talk about it. Oh, they, they talk about murder too. They do. But not in a podcast. They talk about the murder that they did. They actually so they're have doing first hand. Live, live from prison. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. And they have firsthand um, involvement in this. Right. And, you know, their story is not always, I'm a cold-blooded killer. No, there's always a reason. And this is reason. what I did. There's there's a reason. Yeah. And like, they really I don't know matter. if I'd really call it murder. But, yeah, I wouldn't uh, really go that far. I mean, the person is dead, and I did it, but let's not call it murder. It's such right. a dirty word. Right. right. Let's just call it, um, I exterminated Exterminated. Them. Right. So, okay. um, so I'm is it a lady? It is a lady. Her name is Lindsay Haugen, and that's H, no, H-O, no, H-A-U, what, that's H-A-U-G-E-N. Okay. I actually think it's pronounced Hogan. Like Hogan's Heroes? Like Hogan's Heroes, right. <laughs> but not spelled that way. It doesn't matter where the last name is. I we mean, don't care. She killed, she killed a man. Because she's a murderer. She's a murderer. Oh, she killed a man. She killed a man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, in high school, Lindsay got involved in the drug scene. She was, um, when she was 15, she ran away from home. And she, <laughs> I, I typed this up last night and I was a little tired and I said she quickly started using math. But it was oh, not math, it was in fact you know, math. that math will get you hooked. And I mean, it She's is bad. She's bad news doing math. No, Don't do she, math in public, guys. She did the math. She did the math, okay. By the time she was 17, she She's got, a method actor. Okay. <laughs> By the time she was 17, she got knocked up. Oh, no. So she decides, I'm going to clean myself back. Myself back. <laughs> Holy cow, this is going to be a long oh, one, y'all. Oh, my gosh. We oh, cannot talk. She's going to, I'm going to put my liquor down. <laughs> Please don't. Maybe you should push it aside. She wants to clean up her act so that she can be a good mom. So she gets herself clean and sober. Uh-huh. She has her baby. And then when she's 20... She decides to move back home to be with her family in Oregon, and then she enlists in the National Guard. All right. That's and while noble. she was enlisted, her son stayed with her mom. Mm. The National Guard was great. She went to boot camp. She did a great job. She worked really hard. She was, she was good at her tasking. And in 2013, she met a man and started a relationship. 
Unfortunately, the relationship turned really, really, really abusive. And this man began hitting and beating her on a regular basis. The abuse escalated until one night in 2015, he broke her hand and tried to choke her to death. Never, never any excuse. He actually made her look in the mirror and he said to her, I want you to watch yourself die as he choked her. But he was not successful in the killing of Lindsay. She's tough, bro. And he ended up going to jail for his abuse. Okay. Um, and soon after the attack, Lindsay left the National Guard, which I can understand. She's been That's through pretty traumatic. a terrible time. Yeah. She had a terrible time. Yes. And unfortunately, she had a hard time adjusting to life outside of the military. I think she did well in a scheduled, rigid environment. Yeah, she probably got she used was, to that structure and then... Yeah. You don't got you don't got it. You don't got it. No. no, you don't have people guiding you. Right, and she starts to feel very isolated and alone, um, and she actually starts to get back involved in the drug scene. Hmm. So in August, um, I say in August of two thousand five, but clearly it was two thousand fifteen. <laughs> you weren't she, even drinking. I know. I was tired. I don't know. Anyway. She meets a guy, and his name is Robbie Mast. They were at a house party. What is a house party? Is it just a party at a house? Yeah. Is that what a house party is? Pretty much. I, I'm not sure, because it seems like a you know, big term for just a party at my house. It's a, a house party is a party at your house, as opposed mm-hmm. to a party at a club. I understand. All right, so they were at a house party, and she found Robbie to be really attractive. He had long dreadlocks. and Okay. I do like a dreadlock. That's kind of fun. Kind of a a free-spirited fella. Okay. And um, Robbie had actually just gotten out of rehab. Okay. Um, He had been doing some drugs and some drinking. And he was a train hopper. He was a traveler. Oh, he's a train hopper. Hopper. Yeah. He liked hopping trains and hitchhiking to different places. And Lindsay said, you know what? You don't have to do that anymore. Now you know me. You can come live with me. I've got a house. You can just come stay with me. And he said, you know, I appreciate the offer, but I'm a traveler. I'm a traveling I man. I got to hop me a train. I can't stay in one place. It drives me crazy to have to stay in one place. Robbie was a rolling stone. He, Robbie was a rolling stone. <laughs> Wherever he laid his hat was, was his, his home. home. <laughs> so Lindsay said, okay, cool, cool. I'll drive you to wherever you want to go. I'll drive you. Like, let's go. Let's no need to run. hop a train. That's Just a hop road, in Jack. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna go off and do our thing and travel and everything's going great. And she does notice that along the way, there are a lot of times when Robbie talks about how he's tired. I'm tired. He doesn't want to live. Oh no! I'm he not wants that to know tired. what the next life has to offer him. Oh, it's um, interesting. And. It's got a little depression. Going a little on. depression, yeah. Maybe fixated on what the next life has to offer. Um, and um, for a while, Lindsay would say, "You know, Robbie, you don't have to. You don't want to do that. There, I'm. I'm here for you now. You've got me. I'm in your corner. Mm-hmm. There's no need for you to be talking like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but if I'm driving." around the country with a dude talking about wanting to commit suicide, I might, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I might just want to say, I think we need to get you some help, buddy. 
Yeah, I think so too. I think I think I need to. But well, I guess it depends on how much he's fixated on it. If it's just something he mentions, like only when he drinks or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, you know, it's just something he says when he drinks. It's okay. And I know it's difficult because they're drinking and and doing the drugs, and okay. they're not a lot of clear clear thinking. Yeah. But at some point, Robbie says, you know, I really just am tired of living, and I want to die. I just don't know how to do it. Lindsay said, dude, I got you, man. Oh, shit. I got no, you. Lindsay. I know of a way that you can die, and it won't even hurt. It won't be painful. Okay, I Lindsay. I got you. And he said, dude, you would do that for me? Gee, you're such a nice person. And she said, yeah, that's how much I love you. I, I will do that for you. Okay. I'll do it. I will do it. Seems like she's willing to do it. Yeah. So, Lindsay and Robbie are hanging out. They're, they've been driving from uh, North Dakota. They went from Washington. They were going from Washington to North Dakota. They stopped over in Montana because they wanted to get a bite to eat and take a trip into the Walmart. So, they park in the Walmart parking lot there in Billings, Montana. Uh-huh. And they get themselves some pizza and some wine. And they're kind of sitting around having their jollies. And Robbie says, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to do this. And at first, backtrack a little bit. At first, she's like, "Ah, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. And then she's like, yeah, I can do it. I don't want to let you down. I just cannot let you down. I cannot let you down. So she tells Robbie... To unbuckle your seatbelt. I thought you were going to unbuckle your pants. Unbuckle your seatbelt. Sorry. And um, move a little closer to me, and you're going to want to bow your head down. So he bows his head down, and then she puts her hands around his neck, and she squeezes. And then he goes unconscious, and she squeezes some more. And at one point, he starts to foam at the mouth. So she covers his nose and his mouth, and she waits for 20 minutes until Robbie finally dies. And he's had, you know, he's had seizures and all that kind of stuff, and finally he's dead. So she sets him back up in the seat and hooks his seatbelt for him, thank God, because safety first. (laughs) And she leaps. She's like, all right, now i got to figure out what am I going to do with his body? So she gets back into traffic on the highway, and then she's like, oh, my God, what have I done? And she zips across across traffic into a Domino's pizza parking lot across the road. All right. And she pulls over, unbuckles his seatbelt, pulls him over to the console, and starts trying to do CPR on the Stedney. I think it's a little late, babe. Right. Um, As she's doing CPR, there's a knock, knock, knock at her window. And it's the police. Because somebody called, uh-oh, Trout is, Trout is upset about this one. Trout, it's going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. It's going to turn out for the best, buddy. It's not. I mean, poor Robbie, but. Well, he's, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, the police officer says, you know, dude, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. And Lindsay's like, I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to revive this guy. I just to killed him. this guy, yeah, I killed him. And she I, says that? Yeah. She never once says, I didn't do it. 
She didn't. She's. I did it. She's like, I did it. Um, and so the reason I did this thing, I can't remember if I said this or not because I'm still drinking pretty heavily. But oh. the reason why the police tapped on her car is because she had been driving erratically, and somebody reported her erratic driving. Oh, you didn't say that. So imagine the police officer's surprise when he knocks on the window and sees a lady trying to revive a dead dude. Lord have mercy. And then she's like, "Yeah, I did it. I killed him." And, and then uh, I'm like, "Now I'm just trying to." Yeah. So they arrest Lindsay, of course, take her to the police station to ask her, you know, what the heck happened here. And she's going through the whole, you know, it was a great day. It's a beautiful day. And um, we had some wine. We were having a good time and laughing and everything else. And um, she said, then he asked me if I would do it. And I had let him down before. So this time I didn't feel like I could let him down. So I, so I did it. I killed him. And she also happens to throw in there, and I've always wanted to kill somebody with my bare hands. And this just seemed like... It's just the perfect It's time. serendipity, really, right? I think it is. <laughs> I found a guy. I've known him for four weeks. He mentioned he wants to kill himself, I and just, I want to kill somebody. Kill so somebody. It all worked out, officer. Do you see how it worked out for us? <laughs> exactly. So, Yeah. She So she kind of is spinning it, and I think probably her defense even started to spin it as this was an assisted suicide. But that's just not how assisted suicide works. Not typically? No. That's not how that goes. So they end up taking, and by the way, she had known Robbie for 26 days before she killed him. So how many, I don't know how many times he mentioned that he wanted to die, but... Um, We'll never know. No. We don't even know if it was just the one. Right. We don't know. Or maybe not. Exactly. So here's the crazy thing about it. Oh, there's something crazy. I think so. I think think so. At the trial, Robbie's stepmother reminds everybody in the court, because he's portrayed as this traveler with dreadlocks, and he's got drug problems and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, he was a traveler, but he had a family that loved him. And he would come home from his travels at holidays and, and special events, and he would entertain the family for hours with his stories about being on the road. Wow. And Seems he familiar. was loved, and he knew he was loved. And she said, yeah, he talked sometimes about being suicidal, but it was more of fantasy talk. No one ever thought that he meant it. And because he had multiple opportunities to take care of it himself. He yeah. Just, he just fantasized about it, you know. It wasn't like a, I'm going to do it. And so, he, it seems like he was really into like, what is the next life? Like, what's gonna, what's the next life got to offer? Right. And and that's not necessarily that could just be somebody just wondering about it more I mean, than just wanting to go meet their maker. I might have just even taken him to meet one of my medium friends or, to see if a you know yeah, maybe or a, maybe a, a spiritual guide could help one him. One of us, one of a psychologist or even a mental health professional. Though, to be honest, if you're a tra- traveler, you don't really have a home base, and you might not be able to afford mental health. That's true. So, um, anyway, Lindsay ends up pleading guilty to deliberate homicide, a charge that can get you up to 100 years in Montana, by the way. Oh probably gosh, wishes that she probably wishes she had made it to North Dakota. Um, but because she pled guilty, they sentenced her to 60 years. Okay. And in Montana, you are eligible for parole after you serve a quarter of your sentence. 
and the parole board does take the support of the family into consideration when they make their decision. So Lindsay will be eligible for parole in 2030. Robbie's, this was kind of the weird part to me. Robbie's mom and stepdad have, have forgiven Lindsay. They stay in touch with her and they use they use the, the story of... I'm sorry, what? I know. Of Robbie's murder to encourage others to forgive. Robbie's father, stepmother, siblings, aunts, uncles, nieces, and nephew have no forgiveness for Lindsay, and they believe that Lindsay is using Robbie's mom and stepfather so she can get parole. I agree. And I think that might and be the And they know too. her probably more than Robbie's parents do. They, in this documentary, you, you got to watch it because it's, it's, to me, it's just completely crazy. I get that you need to forgive in order to move on if that's what your belief system is. Yeah, you can forgive, but that doesn't mean you let them off the hook. I don't think that, that you need to befriend no, necessarily. That's not part of forgiveness either. That, um, I don't know. I guess there are different circumstances, but in this particular circumstance, it seemed like she had a lot of opportunities where she could have stopped. Like, um, like that's true. She told the police that that she would get to a point he would seize up and she would loosen her grip and he would take her hand and put it over his mouth and I don't feel like then that. she would squeeze again and I think it just she was getting off on watching somebody. I die. think so too. I think so too. So anyway, nine years. She's got nine years, and that's and then we'll see what happens to Lady Killer Lindsay. Hogan. Hogan. Out there in uh, Montana. Montana. Sitting in the lady prison in Montana. Seriously. Yep. Cray cray. Yep. Wow, that's interesting. I that's thought a it was very interesting. interesting. Murder. Yeah. So I will be, we'll have to put that on some kind of a watch, you know. Yeah, see we'll what, see what we're, we're maybe we'll still be podcasting in nine years. I hope so. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so fun? We're going to have our own TV show in nine years. Wait, oh, wait and see. Mercy. Yeah, it's going to be our own TV show as in it only appears on our TV. Exactly. <laughs> so what you got going on in the kitchen? All right, so I have mixed up my whipping cream and folded it into my um, cream cheese mixture. Mm -hmm. I am taking my very well-marinated strawberries mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Looks pretty. Thank you. And lining the lady fingers on in this pan. Right. And then I'm going to put another layer of... I'm going to put a layer of whipped cream and then some more lady fingers and then another layer of whipped cream and then I'm going to top it with the blueberry topping. All right. So while you're finishing that up, I'm going to see if I can help Trout out. Yeah, could you please get him mental, some mental help? Mental, he needs some mental help, help. Yeah. And I'll pause it and when we come back, you can tell your story of a uh, lady killer. I got as a lady well. killer. There you go. All right. All right. And it's giddily beetly do. And we're back. We're back. Yeah. Still drinking. We're still drinking. I have the lady finger cake in the blast chiller. Excuse me, that's the bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little bit more bourbon and tea going, and Anne's got her whatever she's drinking. Her it's Bailey's. It's Bailey's colada. It's delicious. She loves it over her pellet ice. I do indeed. Mm-hmm. And now I have a murder. Mm. Girl, this she a lady killer. 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 Because it's all about the ladies this today. Week. It's all about the ladies. Woo woo. Okay. So this lady killer is from Mexico City, Mexico. Oh, Mexico. And I'm just gonna preface this by saying I am not Mexican. I am not of any Hispanic 
descent whatsoever. No, we don't got the Hispanic in us. I've had my DNA done, and 90% of me, it's actually like 94% of me, I think, is uh, British and Irish. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Like I just, I there was we're nowhere close to any no. kind of a Spaniard, no. Spanish, Latin America, no. nothing. So, but you do enjoy their cuisine. I, I love it. Yeah, love yeah. it. You but guys, I just am saying this simply because I do not speak the language Espanol. I don't even have the. I did. I took Latin, and I don't even have the tongue to make it work. <laughs> Right, right. Right. So I'm just going to say that so that when I mispronounce this stuff, people don't go, oh, my gosh, she's so not Hispanic. And I'm like, no, I'm so, I'm just saying that for I'm not, not right, I'm not right, that. Right. Okay. So this is about Juana Barraza. Okay. Juana Barraza. Uh, Juana Barraza. Nope, 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 nope. Her name is Juana. Juana. J-U-A-N-A. Juana. 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 I don't know. There's not a Q. Juana. Stop saying Juana. I'm not saying. I'm saying Hua. Juana. Like Juan. Juana. <laughs> okay. Okay. She was born December of 1957 in Hidalgo. Okay. Hildago. Hildago. Mm -hmm. It's north of Mexico City. Okay. Her mother was an alcoholic. <sighs> a severe alcoholic. <sighs> and... Also, people thought her mother might have been a sex worker, and her mm. dad was a police officer. Interesting combo. Yeah, but her mother didn't stick around long with the husband, and she left and take Juana with her. She taked her? She taked her. She taked her, <laughs> her right away. <laughs> she did. So, she never sent Juana to school. Oh, no. Yeah, she just, she really had a tough, she had a tough. It That's was tough. not nice. It's not nice. You should educate your children. Yes. At the age of 13... Her mother supposedly traded Juana to a man for three beers. Three, be three beers? Three beers. Oh, wow. And he took her in and made her his sex slave at 13 years old. Damn. He beat her. He raped her. Oh. He, she had a shitty, shitty life with him. Wow. Shitty. She even ended up having an abortion and then bore a son with him. Like, not pretty. No. After five years... She was rescued by her uncles. And the reason that it took them that long was because her mother kept lying about where she was. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so she kept waiting for somebody to come rescue her. And they weren't showing up. So eventually she got out of that situation and she went on to have three more children. She had a total of four. But her oldest son actually died from injuries sustained in a mugging when he was 12 years old. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, she's had a tough life. Oh, my goodness. So, Juana becomes a professional wrestler in the Lucha Libre community. Lucha Libre. Yeah. That's where they wear those fancy yeah, masks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they give themselves, like, really amazing names. Yes. So her name, her professional name was Lady of Silence, which is pronounced La Dama del Silencio. Oh, very good. Look at me. You just don't know how long I practiced. Right. You don't know. Right. So um, I actually found a podcast that talked about it, and I just played that over and over so I could <laughs> get that part. So, yeah. Um, so anyway, so in Mexico City, sometime starting in around 2002-ish, some elderly women were being murdered in their homes. Oh. 
Yes. Elderly women? Elderly women over the age of 60. Wow. And um, they were... They were indigenous women, very marginalized at the time in Mexico and not heavily reported. Um, They were very generalized. People thought that the only reason that they lived alone was because their families didn't care about them or they were barren and could never have children. So they were useless to society. It was just ridiculous the way that they marginalized these women. That's why it's hard to pinpoint when this really started. Right. Um. So, at least 24 women. Are you telling me it's the La Dama that's doing Silencia the Dom? I'm not telling you anything. Oh. I'm telling you a story. Okay. You're telling, okay. That's you don't know when the murders of the elderly women started? Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is they, they said sometime in 2002 okay. they think they started because the, the marginalized women were not well reported. Mm. Just like the marginalized sex workers of America are not, they're, they just, it's a, just another, for them it was like, oh, it's just another old lady whose, whose family doesn't care about them. Right. You know, so um, they didn't really put a lot of stock into it. It was gotcha. underreported and they, they were slow to react. Right. So they came out and said at least 24 women were killed before police were offic- would officially even state that this was a serial killer. Oh, wow. Right. Because they were just like, oh, you know, people kill them all the time. Oh, it's, it's It could be, you know, it's just <laughs> I don't like that attitude. I don't either. It's horrible. <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah. So anyway, but they do come out and say there is a serial killer preying on women over the age of 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but like I said before that, they said that these were all random and not related, but then they, they were really pressured. So witnesses actually described seeing some of these victims before their death with a very tall person with long hair and makeup. Oh. But... Because Mexican authorities at that time did not think that serial killers could be women. Oh. They focused on men. And they specifically focused on transvestites because they were men. A lot of them wore wigs and makeup. So they're like, well, then it has to be a transvestite. Of course. They did. They really were a little bit lackadaisical in their investigating methods. And they actually were very focused on transvestites, and they picked them up anytime they saw them oh. on the street, and they would pick them up and take them in for questioning or hold them overnight. It really, they just didn't handle this very well. Doesn't sound like it. No. So in 2005, so this is two years after they've said, yep, there's a serial killer, the killings actually start to get closer together time-wise. So they're having them more often. Right. So, um, at this point, the serial killer is dubbed as the little old lady killer. Oh. Which is also Matavijitas. No. <laughs> no. No. Ma- Matavijitas. Okay. Matavijitas. That's old lady killer. Okay. I'm not going to argue it with Espanol. you I took French. I don't know. Yeah. No. It's, it is. It is. Okay. So, um... This person was breaking, was finding ways to get into the homes of elderly women. Not breaking in, but entering, almost invited in. Oh, yeah. And um, That's why I don't have a welcome mat. I don't like mm-mm. to welcome people. No, you're not home. welcome. You're not welcome here. So, um, authorities are thinking it's probably a doctor, 
or somebody posing as a doctor, a nurse, or a social worker. Why? Because that's who these old women would oh, let in. Oh, let in. Oh, I see. Yes. So, um, so the person would get in and beat them, strangle them, sometimes stab them, but they were always strangled. Always strangled. Sake. Yes. And um, they were strangled with things like a stethoscope. Sometimes oh, they right, were strangled right. with the drapery cords that were there in the oh, home or... Yeah. Some women's tights were bound around some of the women's necks. Right. Just kind of, so it was hard to tell, was this something that was already there or is this something that the killer is bringing with them? Right. They're kind of confused. And to be honest with you, they're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. But January of 2006, police arrest 48-year-old Juana Barraza. Juana. Juana had been seen by a neighbor of a victim she was seen fleeing from the house next door to this person where an elderly woman lived alone. Oh. So they're like, oh, my gosh, something, you know, this could be the person. And sure enough, when they went in to check on the woman, she had been beaten and strangled to death. Oh. And, and that was a stethoscope. Oh. So the whole doctor, nurse kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, And plus, you know, they thought that maybe the social work angle was that maybe this person was coming in and trying to help posing as a person trying to help them to apply for assistance or support mm. from the government. And that's why they were just being let in. Right. So Juana confessed to that killing. Oh. She said that the, the woman invited her in for tea. Wow. Randomly. Yeah. I guess Juana saying, I was walking down the road and some lady goes, you want tea? I mean, I think it's interesting that our lady killers this week just come right out and say I did it. She confessed to that one killing, but she does not confess to any of the others. Oh. She says, that won't me. That won't me. But her fingerprints come back as a match to at least 10 other crime scenes. Oh, my golly. Yeah. 10? Ten. 10 other crime scenes. Yes. Sounds like maybe she's trying to get back at her mama. That's exactly what she said. Mm. I am very mad at my mother, and I get when I get upset, I go into a rage, and then I think about my mom and what she did to me, and then... I mean, sometimes I get really angry and they die in my presence. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, police say that they think she actually murdered about, well, over 30, close to 40 women since 1999. Whoa. Now they're coming out and going, oh, well, it didn't start in 2002-ish. Oh. We've got cases that go back to 1999 in this area. Wow. That we just hadn't told anybody about. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's crazy. Yes. So at the time, Juana had two sons and a daughter. The daughter had moved out early in age, but not to get away from Juana. She still kept in touch with her. She had an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old son still living with her. Oh, wow. So they were sent to live with their sister nearby. Mm -hmm. And in Mexico, I found this interesting, there is no trial by jury. Oh. Each side presents their case to one judge. Oh. And he makes the decision. Oh, wow. So at first... The defense takes the stance that she's not mentally fit and she's being scapegoated as an easy culprit to all the unsolved cases that they can just clean up their books with her. Oh. But the prosecution comes back and says, well, that would make sense, except she's had several psychological tests and all have come back as her being mentally sound and fit to stand trial. Right. And we hear all the time about her stable relationship with all three of her children. Right, right, yeah. right. She's, she's been a great mother and father to her kids because mm -hmm. she was a single parent, and she raised really great kids and has a great relationship with all of them. Wow. 
So she, you know, I told you she was wrestling. When she was wrestling, she was making 500 pesos a week. I have no idea what that means in dollars for mm-hmm. us, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't even try to compare it because their economy is not like ours. Yeah. Plus, she also did some domestic work and made money. So she was holding down jobs. Right. She also was a really good cook and she would, she would do street vending. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like on the weekends or whenever she need, you know, needed to get some extra money, she'd, she'd cook up some of her specialties. Oh my gosh. I wonder if she cooked Mexican street corn because that stuff is delicious. (sighs) You know, you're right. And street tacos. I love a street taco. I don't, which I think in Mexico is just a taco. Right. Yeah. I don't know why we got to put a street on it. So it sounds better. Yes. I don't know why. So she was 50 years old when her case finally went in, in front of the judge. Wow. And they were charging her with 11 murders. And that's because they could prove 11. Okay. Because yeah, the, they, got the, the they caught her red-handed one day, right. she confessed to that one, and then the evidence from Tim that all matched the same. They all matched. Oh dear! So the judge convicts her of all eleven murders and some other stuff like breaking in and that kind of stuff. He gives her a sentence of seven hundred and fifty-four years in prison. Holy cow! Yes. Some of those years run concurrent. Okay. Well, <laughs> but okay. I mean, really, we're just splitting hairs at this point when you got 754. Right, right. right. So it's for sure she has to serve no less than 50 years. Okay. And she's going in at, at the age of 50. 50, right. Yeah. And I mean, I've heard that prison life is a little hard on the body. Yeah. So it makes you age a little quicker. Maybe. So, but she's a wrestler, though, so she's probably she's fit. very fit, very fit. She can hold her own. She could probably wrestle right there in prison probably. if anybody gave her a problem. Oh my gosh, she probably made money in prison. Did she she might. Well, she does make money in prison. I'm going to tell you how. Oh. So, in prison, she is often visited by her children and her grandchildren. She really loves it when her grandchildren come. Oh, she does. So, little Miss Juana, in 2015, Juana finds love. Oh. At the age of 58, she gets married, and a collective marriage ceremony is part of a program called Bonds in Confinement, and I will not be able to pronounce any of the words in that phrase okay. in Hispanic. Hispanic? Hispanic? And how about Spanish? That's the one. <laughs> so, um, but it's this prison it's this prison program where they let the prisoners get married so that they can form bonds and they think that maybe they'll live a little bit longer. Who and that marry? They'll be, oh, I'm going to tell you. And well, they'll be less likely to commit crimes if they're married. So she married a 74-year-old man who was also in prison for murder and considered extremely dangerous. Oh, Perfect. Way to go, Juana. Yeah. Well, you find love, you find love. True. And I, I think it was might have been Slim Pickens. Maybe. I don't know. He was much older than her. So in 2016, Juana filed for divorce. Oh, man. Turns out, the truth is, before marriage, they had never actually met in person. Oh. They had only exchanged passionate love letters oh, back and forth. House. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then she said... When they actually met in person, their love just vanished. Yeah, she's like, oh, no. She's like, what was I thinking? No, no. He's a great great writer of the passionate He might have catfished letters. her and said he was in his 50s. He might have catfished her. That's, yeah. That might that might be the, the prison type of catfishing. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so she also says that during their year-long marriage, they really only saw each other three times for a total of 40 minutes. Okay. 
not sure what they did those three times for a total of 40 minutes, but it was quick. Right, right, right. So she just said, you know what? Love is for others, not me. me. So now Juana is very happy. She said, I'm I'm just going to stick to making and selling my roasted pork tacos. Oh, and so that's how she makes money in prison. Oh, wow. And she's allowed to sell them, and she, she makes them. So, yeah. So that's the story. That's my lady killer that killed ladies. A lady killer. Because it's all about the lady, ladies. And she's a mother. She's a, a mother. mother lady killer. She's a mother lady killer killing ladies. Oh, my God. And it's really sad because no matter where I looked, could not find even the first victim's name. Oh. Not one name of one, not none. No, I got none. Right. And I was very sad about that, that because I really sad. like to talk about the victims. Yeah. But, um, no. no. And that's sad. That shows you how marginalized this population is or was. I don't know what the deal is now, but in the 2000s, right. which we're in, um, they. I don't know if anything has changed for that population. But So that's my murder. Well, there you go. But I do have an announcement that I wrote down here. Oh, oh, me too, but go ahead. Okay, so my announcement is that on Apple in Hong Kong, we have charted, we are number eight in improv and in comedy. We're number eight in Hong Kong? And in Nigeria, number 15. Holy cow. I'm saying there's probably only eight podcasts in Nigeria, and there might only be 15. No. They're eight in Hong Kong and 15 in Nigeria. But right. either way, we charted. That look at us go. I know. So, but oh. I will tell you that what really helps us chart is for people to go to whatever their listening platform is, especially if it's Apple, hint, hint, and subscribe to our podcast, rate it. You can rate every single episode. You can pull up every episode and give us a rating. Please be nice. <laughs> and you can also review every episode but those kind of numbers are what make us help us chart yeah that's what helps us chart so um if y'all could do us a flavor and and get that going that'd be real nice because yeah, we need a blast nice. chiller no we're not getting a blast chiller well we're not getting pellet ice well, what do we need a blast chiller for we're not in a cooking competition oh but what if we want to be uh no what if we want to hold a competition here <laughs> we can't do that with no blast chiller okay so we're going to have one baker because we only have one glass chiller? Yes. No. Not happening. We're not getting a glass chiller. Um, okay. Then we'll have to invest it all in bourbon. There you go. <laughs> now there, Now you're talking. Yes. <laughs> especially this yummy cherry bourbon. Who's that Who's that fellow's name on there? Can you Evan, see it? Is it Evan Williams? Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. We're pals. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Y'all get along We're good it. buddies. Yes. Yeah. So, did you have something to I do. Announce? I just want to say, um, our mama bought us a coffee. She went to, Thanks, the, to the Buy Me a Coffee site, and she bought She's us so each a sweet. coffee. I know. I thought that was yeah, really and, sweet. And Janie and Uncle Scott also bought us more Uncle coffee. Uncle Boo. Uncle Boo. Yeah, we talked about them on the last podcast, though. They had oh, just dear. bought it. Listen, so, last week, I was still down for the count, so I, I wasn't in my right game. No, you, you And you can tell, up. I'm sorry about the episode, because I sound completely depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I just won't feel real good. <laughs> no, but you're back, back, back up and moving. I am. Yes, and there's one more announcement. Oh my God! Is it breaking news? Well, and not for you and me, but for the the podcast people, our listeners. Yep, that's usually the way it works. <laughs> oh yeah. On Sunday, which yes, it's Mother's Day, Anne and I start our first 
improv class. Oh my We're going to be real professional improvers. Brace yourself, people. I just hope we don't get kicked out. Because oh I don't God. think they're going to be able to handle both of us at the same time. Oh, it's going to be something. We're going to have fun, though. We're going to have to wear depends or oh, poise. I think some kind of. Poise now. I think it can my whole tinkle underwear yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know what the brand is, but I think you just ask for it at customer service. We I need tinkle underwear. We tinkle in our pants no. the first time we're in class. No, we cannot. Oh, my goodness. No. So, yeah, we're going to have to get tinkle panties. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll use our coffee money for. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Some tinkle panties. <laughs> yes. Okay, guys. Um, here's some house cleaning. Ready? We have social media. Yay! Um, you talk about the social media, and I'm going to go get the cake out okay. of the pie chiller. Oh, it's the a blast, blast, blast A plast chiller. Okay. So, we've got email. We love oh, to get email. That's we me love... kicking the table. Okay, I'm talking. Oh, yeah. Hello. Doing oh, a podcast here. Uh, email. We love to get email. We like to interact with people on email. We find it to be fun. And it makes us think, oh, wow, that they, they were thinking about us because they sent us an email. That email address is murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com. Murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com. Very, very, very easy. Send it to us. We also have a Facebook fan group. Facebook. Go search for Sugarcoated Murder Podcast fan page. Once you're on that, you can request to join, and then you're in the club. And once you're in the club, you're family. I don't know what happens. We, we go from 167 to 166 about every other week. I don't know. We get somebody that joins, and then They're somebody's like, oh, like I can't. I can't do this anymore. I, I must not do it anymore. Uh, let's yeah, see. If y'all are going to do that, can you email us and just tell us why you're leaving? Just say, so, hey. if we're doing something wrong, we'll try to clean up our act. I can't guarantee that we will, but we would certainly give it a good try. Oh, yeah. We'll take nice criticism. Don't be mean. Don't be mean. That's no, hurtful. just be factual. Be factual. So, let's see. What else do I need to tell you? We've got, uh, we're, we're TikTokers. We're ticking and talking. We tick and we talk. Um, look for That's us. It. Sugar at sugar coated murder pie. Sugar coated murder Twitter, pie. On Twitter, I'm sugar murder. In Twitter, sugar murder. That's us, sugar murder. And what's our Instagram handle, ma'am? Uh, sugar coated murder. That's us, sugar coated murder. Follow us on Instagram, ma'am. Uh, what else do we have? You're very loud in the kitchen. I don't care. Oh, we're we're on the Oracle Network. Oh, that's, that's so we've exciting. got we have we network have friends. friends. We have friends now on the Oracle Network. Yes, Go check we us do. out at Oracle. It's O R A C L three dot com. Yeah. If you want to look for us that way, you can just OracleNetwork.com. OracleNetwork.com. Pardon, pardon. We also have a link tree. And that's how we post our episodes on Facebook. We do post it to the fan page first. Uh, the following day, we'll post it to the regular Facebook page, which is just sugar-coated murder. Is there something I can help you find? I have it. Very loud in the kitchen. And <laughs> You've got noisy shit in here. <laughs> um, let's see. That was, what was I just saying? I lost my train of thought. That's sad. Oh, okay. You're talking about the link tree. Oh, the link tree. Yeah, you click on that link tree, 
And it's going to give you a whole long list of where you can listen to the podcast. It's going to give you a list where you can click to buy us a coffee. That's an app called Buy Me a Coffee. And you can also click a link to go to Plum Plum Deluxe Tea because we're tea ambassadors. Yes, we are. And if you use our link to order your tea, then you... um, Help us. us You make us happy because a little bit of money goes in our pocket. If you want to order some Sugar Coated Murder podcast clothing or merch in any way, there's some buttons for that. I'm sporting this evening a lovely hot pink t-shirt that says Stay Sweet. And then it's got our logo, Sugar Coated Murder. And on the back it says, And Don't Murder. I'm sporting a t-shirt as well. Yeah. Mine is gray. It's like a dark charcoal gray, which I love. And it's got our big, huge logo on it. And it's V-neck. Yeah. I am drinking my Kalana drink out of a coffee mug tonight. And it says, just a couple of broads talking about murder. Uh-huh. And you're sporting the Sugar Coated Murder podcast logo mug uh-huh. for your tea and bourbon. Girl, yeah. Oh, we, have a, we have another mug that says sugar-coated murder baking team. We do. If anybody's interested in that, you can give Be us part a, of the baking team. Send us an email and we can set you up on the link to And we that never one. ever leave the house without our mask. We mask up when we go into the store. Yes, we do. And it, it says it's our logo and it says sugar-coated murder. That's always fun. People always ask us about it. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, trout sometimes sports a darling hoodie. Oh my god, yes. It says um, sugar coated murder barking team. Super duper cute. He gets all kinds of compliments on it when he wears it. It's starting to get a little warm outside, so he can't wear it now. Though I do keep it kind of cold on podcast nights in the apartment. Because for some reason, we just get so hot when we're podcasting. Podcasting is. I don't know why. Maybe it's because we're drinking as well. It could be. So, I think we've covered everything. We've and now we're going to taste everything. this cake. And now we're going to taste the cake, which looks so freaking pretty. I hope it. It is beautiful. I hope it tastes good. It's a beauty. A beauty, I tell you. It's ya. a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day. Well, it's all the way over there. I'm not going to be able to I'm going it. to put it in the middle, you twit. <laughs> That's not nice. Yeah, because you're a twitter. No, still not nice. <laughs> Whatever. So it's not the thing that we say to our sister on Mother's Day week. It's just not. Fine. Give whatever. me the freaking fork. Just taste the damn thing. The just put it, it in your pie hole. Oh, you're funny. Uh-huh. Mm. Let's see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is delightful. That is so fun. Mm-hmm. Guys, that's a good one. Easy to take. So easy. This would be great to take to a cookout, a barbecue. Oh, yeah, because it's even got like we got graduation season coming up. We got prom season. Yeah, the strawberries and the blueberries. It's like a red. Got Memorial Day weekend coming up. This is beautiful Mm -hmm. and it's very easy. It's no bake, so you don't have to heat kitchen up. Perfect. So let us know if you want this recipe because we'll give it to you. I believe you can even make this into a trifle. Yes, you definitely could make this into a triangle, mm-hmm. and it would be really pretty. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, y'all stay sweet. And don't murder. Because if you kill people, we will talk about you. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.